Sports with a Z and a T. My name is Bryce, alongside Tara Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Mohawk Honda. Taylor, we're into championship weekend for the college football. Big college football playoff implications last weekend. We will get into all of it, upset after upset after upset, leading into the conference championships this weekend. And then, of course, all the NFL action and our fantasy football advice. Uh, we're going to try to make this as quick as possible. It's been a long and busy week. But we're going to try to keep this short and sweet this week. Uh, Taylor, let's look at the uh, college final regular season week of college football. And there were, like I said, a lot of upsets. I think none more prominent than the game where I think a lot of people expected Ohio State to just absolutely dominate Michigan as Ohio State had to see or had seemed to be the better team all season long, Michigan showing some cracks of mediocrity for the majority of the season. However, that was not the case. Michigan completely reversed script on Ohio State, dominated the Buckeyes on the road, and Michigan has uh, entrenched themselves in the college football playoff. And uh, unless something unforeseen happens in the Big Ten Championship where they play uh, <coughs> or two, um, <laughs> Still can't believe that's a thing. Uh, you know, Michigan will be either the top team in the country or number two. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, Michigan went out there and did their thing. We thought that maybe with Blake Corum uh, not being able to play or just not being able to play a lot, it, it was going to be a problem for them. Turns out, nope, doesn't really matter who's running behind them. They can get it done and control uh, the line of scrimmage and, and run all over even Ohio State. Yeah, it, it was dominating, and it, it seemed like Michigan just did what they wanted on the offensive side of the ball, and that was the one concern about Ohio State going into the season was them defensively, uh, and that reared its ugly head at the absolute worst time. Ohio State on the outside looking in now, and we'll get to it, but might not even go to the Rose Bowl, and I'll explain why in a little bit. Uh, TCU handled Iowa State I mean <laughs> 62 to 14 so they are <clears throat> going going into the big 12 championship riding high the next upset I want to talk about Taylor and I mean where do I begin and I had concerns about this LSU team this entire time um, going into a da- into Texas A&M to face a down bad football team that's really really young suffered a lot of injuries this year and you know the fan base is begging for them to fire Jimbo Fisher you're trying to get momentum before the SEC championship game where they face Georgia <laughs> and instead get absolutely boat raced by a team that's not even making a bowl the final week of the season so LSU uh, just completely did not show up and completely removed themselves from any consideration of even a New Year six yeah yeah and um, we you know, LSU tried to show that they were one of the SEC challengers and that maybe they could get lucky in the game against uh, Georgia in the SEC uh, championship and, and make it into the playoffs. But it seems like that's very, very unlikely. I mean, if they were to beat Georgia somehow, that would just throw a wrench Bro, into everything. I, I was going to say, that's, that's a whole other loop that we're not really prepared for. But <laughs> but I doubt that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to have to cross that bridge. Uh, so let's let's hope we don't have to cross that bridge because I, I'm I don't for the committee's really, sake. I don't know how you for the mean, committee's sake this weekend, this coming weekend could be very, very easy or could be the toughest decisions they will have had to make ever since college football playoff has been put into place. Uh, USC absolutely dominated Notre Dame. Now, is this a difference of USC being much better than Notre Dame? Yeah, I think so. Notre Dame got hot in the middle of the season, did get themselves ranked again, but bottom line is they're still not a very good football team, and USC clearly exposed that. Um, and you know, But when you look at resumes, it's another big ranked win late in the season. Caleb Williams looks like to be the favorite of the Heisman Trophy candidates. Uh, <clears throat> Bama handled themselves against Auburn in the Iron Bowl. South Carolina upset number eight Clemson and uh, absolutely took away any chance the ACC had of a college football playoff appearance this year. Not mm-hmm. that we really thought Clemson had a 
strong chance, but losing to South Carolina did not help their causes. They slip, and it's it's weird to see, but back-to-back years now, Clemson does not finish in the top 10. Clemson didn't even finish ranked last year. They don't finish in the top 10 this year. Mm, yeah, and high hopes for Clemson uh, heading into the season. I know Clemson fans, especially when the first rankings came out and they were in that top four, we thought that there there was a chance that they could, um, you know, pull their way into it. But we, as we discussed many a time, Clemson doesn't really play anyone good. And then when you lose to these teams, what what can you do? You're not making an end when you can't even you don't even have a good win and you're getting terrible losses. Now, South Carolina has had a very strong second half of the season with a lot of big-time upsets, obviously upsetting Tennessee and making them look silly last week, following it up with an upset against Clemson. There's something to be said there about what South Carolina has done, and the College Football Playoff Committee honored that by giving them a top-20 ranking in the College Football Playoff ranking at 8-4, and which is not very common to see. Uh, so there is a lot of respect with that South Carolina team who has been playing really well. However, when you look at Clemson, they don't play anybody, and then they play a middle-of-the-pack SEC team and lose. So, I mean, that kind of gives you where they stand. Uh, let's go to Oregon State and Oregon. And Oregon, another one of those teams, had a chance to go to the Pac-12 championship and fight their sel- fight themselves to a Rose Bowl appearance. Guess what? They lost to Oregon State, and they – have completely removed themselves from New York six uh, candidacy. Tennessee bounces back upset van or didn't upset Vanderbilt shut out Vanderbilt. I should say Kansas state beats Kansas. Washington beats Washington state. Utah beat Colorado. UCF beat South Florida and Kentucky beat Louisville, which brings us to this week's rankings. Taylor, Georgia stays at number one, Michigan mm-hmm. moves up to two, which was uh-huh. Kind of the the curiosity of people, were they going to flip-flop Georgia and Michigan because Michigan has now the most impressive win of anybody this entire season? Uh, they did not. They kept Georgia there, and I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy there. I will get to that after <laughs> I round out the top, the top here. TCU uh, moves up in spot and goes to third, and USC becomes the fourth team there. Uh, with Ohio State at five, Alabama six, Tennessee moves up to seven, Penn State cracks the top ten again. They are at eight, Clemson at nine, Kansas State at ten, Utah at eleven. So can Clemson actually does stay in the top ten. Um, Utah eleven, Washington twelve. So that's your expanded college football playoff right there. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, Ohio State, Bama, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, Kansas State, Utah, and Washington. Uh, a lot of a lot of people already know about this, but big news that dropped uh, late Wednesday evening. The Rose Bowl has accepted their bid to be part of the college football playoff, which means the expansion is official to 12 teams starting in the 2024-2025 season. So we have this season, obviously, and next season to get through. And then we have the expansion. Uh, If you look at the expansion this year, first-round matchup in Happy Valley would be Penn State hosting Clemson. So that kind of gives you – that opens the door to a lot of fun matchups. Let's go back to the top four real quick before I get to why I think Ohio State may be missing out on even the Rose Bowl this year. The reason I think Georgia stays at one, even though Michigan, in my opinion, has proven to be the best team in the country now, and I hate saying that, but they have the best win. They're undefeated. They have Ohio. They have they have two top ten victories uh, in Michigan and Penn State, uh, or Ohio State and Penn State, I should say. The reason I think Georgia stays at one is because the college football committee doesn't want a rematch of the game. If Ohio State finds themselves back in at four, they would rather see Ohio State play Georgia than a rematch of Michigan and Ohio State. So I think, and Kirk Herbstreet kind of uh, teased that on the college football playoff committee show. But that's a little tidbit of why Georgia stayed at one. It might not be necessarily because Georgia's the best team, but it's to prevent a rematch of Michigan and Ohio State until maybe the college football national championship. Taylor, you're muted, buddy. 
See, see, I didn't do that. I don't know why that happened. Um, <laughs> I didn't mute you. That wasn't on me. There's plenty of times I want to mute you, but that wasn't one of them. Yeah, likewise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have the uh, controls, though. That's the difference. Well, I can, yeah, I, I could leave at any point and just let you do it on yourself, I, I guess. <laughs> um, we've never gotten to that point yet, so so I no. guess we're, we're good. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that would make sense. Um wanting Michigan, Ohio State to if it's gonna happen again to happen in the college football national championship. But I mean I just I don't I don't see Ohio State making it back in. Uh so long as everyone else wins out, no one's gonna be pushed out for a win, especially a conference championship win. Um but also I mean it's like an innocent until proven guilty kind of thing where like like Georgia didn't do anything wrong. They won their matchup. They're it's not like they had a bad game. Yeah, they didn't get a crazy good win, but I mean, they're still twelve and zero. So, you know, they earned their spot. They wanted. They were there before that. We knew Michigan was going to play Ohio State, and I don't think Ohio State would have jumped over a Georgia unless Georgia had lost. So, yeah, I, I I don't have any problem with it. If you're you're one, you're two, you're still in it. it it's four teams. It's like seeding doesn't super matter because you're probably going to play the best team eventually anyway. So mm-hmm. even if you, if you make it past, you know, the U S like Michigan's going to play what TCU. So yeah, I mean, they'll probably make it past TCU and they'll end up playing Georgia anyway. Yeah. It, and really my concern is USC facing Utah. I just, and, and really TCU too. I mean, Kansas state could upset TCU. And if TCU mm-hmm. loses, guess what? Ohio state comes in at four. So I'm not saying it might not. I, I mean, there's two chances of upset here, Utah and USC. Utah could upset USC, but I think people are really looking at this Kansas State TCU game and not convinced TCU has what it takes. If TCU loses to Kansas State, guess what? Ohio State's back in. Maybe even Bama. But I think both, considering both Ohio State and Bama have do not have another game coming up, and Ohio State is there at five. I think the committee values Ohio State a little more than Alabama, which makes sense. Ohio State with the one loss, so Ohio State would be in at four. Say. Georgia, Michigan, USC, and Ohio State. Um, it would if, suck for those conferences if if TCU and USC lose, and the winner of the the those respective conferences doesn't make it in just because they have what I think they both have like three losses. If yeah. they were to win, they would they would have three losses and have a championship. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not really. Yeah. Uh, so you do the reason have Ohio State and Alabama in there for sure. The reason Ohio State needs to hope that they go to the college football playoff is it, they're not going to be likely accepted into the Rose Bowl. Now, typically the Rose Bowl <sighs> accepts the best, second best Big Ten team if the best Big Ten team, as they usually do, as they always have, goes to the college football playoff. However, Last year, Ohio State went to the Rose Bowl, and typically the Rose Bowl does not like repeats, one. And two, Ohio State didn't sell out its ticket allotment last year and had prominent player opt-outs that really brought down the value of that game, which leaves, and this has been thrown out a lot, which leaves Penn State as the likely candidate for the Rose Bowl uh, which would be awesome. I mean, look, looking at Penn State, their two losses are to number two Michigan and number five Ohio State. Uh, they are clearly um, worthy of a Rose Bowl bid, and they would likely play Utah, um, assuming USC wins. So it would be Penn State-Utah, which would be a great Rose Bowl. Um, if if USC somehow slips, that's the that it would be Penn State-USC rematch from 2017 that broke my heart. Um, but that's what I wanted to get to there is that Penn state could find themselves in the Rose bowl. After all that Taylor Penn state finds itself in, in contention for probably the best bowl game, not in the college football playoff, which to me is exciting. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit at all, but that's, that's you do you. I'm not a fan of them. So like I, these meaningless bowls mean nothing to me. I wouldn't say the Rose bowl is meaningless. I would. The Rose Bowl's that's a hot take. The hey, Rose Bowl is sure it's a named cool thing. It's like the, it's a Rose Bowl, but it's not a championship. It's not the college football playoff. 
Oof. Times have changed. When there when there was one game, one game at the top that just you know computer generated, and 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 then they had other bowls. Maybe it was something. You know, obviously it's 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 prestigious in you know name, and like obviously everyone knows the Rose Bowl. But like for me, for me, it's like it's just another game. That's my hot take, I guess. I don't I don't root for any school, so I don't care. If Penn State is in the Rose Bowl, cool. Like I'm gonna be watching Georgia and Michigan and TCU and USC, um, sadly. But you know. the conference <laughs> championship games, we're just gonna move on. Uh, Utah <laughs> and USC is um, tonight. Uh, they play, and this show airs on Friday this week. That's why I'm saying tonight. US <clears throat> USC hosts Utah at eight o'clock. And then the conference championships start Saturday with TCU and Kansas State at noon, Georgia and LSU at four, um, UCF and Tulane for the AAC championship at four as well. No one gives a shit, but apparently we have to. Michigan hosts the most lopsided Big Ten championship <laughs> in possibly history. Michigan hosts Purdue. Um, I, look, Purdue's okay, but they're certainly not the second or third or fourth best team in the conference. Um, and then mm-hmm. Clemson hosts North Carolina at eight as well for the ACC championship game. So we got a lot of big college football games this weekend, and then we will know how the college football playoff shapes up for next week. Um, my predictions is it kind of holds Pat. My predictions is it's, it's Georgia, yeah. Michigan, TCU, and USC, but we will see. Yeah, the only re- reason there'd be any movement is if one of those two loses because i assume georgia and michigan are not going to lose but i I guess if any of the teams if any of the top four lose obviously that's going to change things but other than that there should be no movement last week's nfl slate of games taylor it was thanksgiving week we had three very good games on thanksgiving um it was the bills coming back late uh and beating the lions they uh yeah they're scrappy Lions are scrappy, and the, you know on Thanksgiving anything can happen because that's that's their basically Super Bowl every single year because they have nothing <laughs> else to look forward to. Um, so the the Bills squeak by there. Wait, the Cowboys. Did you, did, did you see the st- Did you see the stat that the Bills are the first team since 2016 or something to win back to back home back games, including back to back games at four field. Yes, in, in yeah. Detroit, yeah, including yeah. Detroit. That, yeah, that and and you know <laughs> did, yeah that. Oh geez. So it's it, it, at least we're not Lions fans. Um, That's you know, true. The silver lining, silver lining. Uh, well, I mean, for you, uh, Cowboys and Giants fan or Giants fans were treated to a pretty decent one on the middle half of the uh, Thanksgiving slate. The Cowboys did pull away a little bit in the second half. The Giants get a garbage time uh, touchdown to make it a one possession final, but the Cowboys really did expose the Giants for what they are. If the Lions didn't do it the week prior Um, as a team that, you know, they have some promise. They are very well coached, but guess what? They don't have the talent to match up against the best in the NFC. And the slide is coming because you still play the Eagles twice. I believe you, you have another game against the commanders coming up as well. And I honestly think the commanders right now are a better team than the giants. Um, and it's more of a compliment to the, what the commanders have done than really the giants at this point. Uh, but you know, th- th- this is a giants team that I think this is going really hot. They're going to find themselves out of the playoffs. And I think this is just another game towards that. Yeah. I mean, they, they started off really hot and now they're, they seem to be coming down to earth a little bit. Um, but if the play uh, the season ended today, all four uh, NFC East teams would make the playoffs, which is just absurd. Um, what a world we live in. But um, but uh, yeah, it's um, I don't believe that the Giants are gonna do much. Even if they make it to the playoffs, I don't think they're gonna win. They oh, no, just don't have good. the roster, and they're they're dealing with injuries galore, and it's just it's not a good look right now for the Giants. Brian Dable's genius can only take them so far. Yeah, they'll get smacked by any team in in the playoffs. Uh, Kirk Cousins led the Vikings to a um, squeaker, really, um, to the Patriots. Uh, you know, and this is why I have concern with the Vikings. 
like, yeah, they beat the Patriots, but you let Mac Jones do basically whatever he, Mac Jones, Mac Jones do whatever he wanted against this defense. Any good, any good offense is going to rip this Vikings team to shreds. I mean, the Eagles already did it. The Cowboys did it. The Patriots, they're not a good team and did it. I think this is showing what the Vikings weakness is. And it's that defensive side of the ball. No, they can't stop anybody. Well, hold up now. They play the Colts in two weeks. We'll see if they really can't stop anybody because the Colts can't score on anyone. Um, but I do That's agree true. with you that if you let the Patriots, um, you know, move the ball like that right after uh, they won the game, but like right after a week where you let the Cowboys put 40 up on you and you couldn't even score a touchdown. Um, not a great look. They're playing the Jets this week. Yikes. Upset alert. Uh, um. I'm teasing my pick for later. Uh, yeah, I'm already. I'm with you on it too. Um, the uh, Buccaneers lost to the Browns in overtime. Uh, Tampa refuses to just rely on what works for them, and that's the run game. Even with Rashad White, um, the Browns get Deshaun Watson back this week. They're kind of on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs, but uh, you know, a nice kind of swan song for uh, for Jacob, Jacoby Brissett beating Tom Brady in overtime. The Buccaneers are broken, but they're in the worst division in football, so they'll still make the playoffs. And the Browns trying to keep little hope alive. Yeah, and Tom Brady's going to find himself in the playoffs regardless because that division is so poor. Um, and then anything can happen if you make it there, you know? That's, that's what he's hoping, I, I bet. You know, live uh, in with a losing record, but still somehow make it to the, like, the NFC freaking championship game or something crazy. We'll see. Uh, the Bengals beat the Titans in a preview of a potential rematch of last year's AFC divisional matchup. Uh, the Bengals and the Titans both consistently one of the better teams in the AFC this year. The Dolphins obliterated the Texans. Mike White and the Jets beat the low-life Bears without Justin Fields. The Bears have one good thing going. That's Justin Fields. You take that away from it. It's not going to end pretty. I don't care who you're playing. Um, no. Made Mike White look like Patrick Mahomes out there. Uh, the Commanders and the Falcons. Commanders beat Atlanta and kept the NFC East. All above 500. The Commanders, <laughs> the entire NFC East is in the playoffs right now. And the Commanders, 7-5 uh, and five in last place in the division. Uh, the Denver crazy. Broncos may very well just <laughs> be the worst team in football. Uh, the, Panther, <laughs> the, the Panthers beat... Uh, you know, the, the Panthers beat the Broncos. So what does that tell you? Sam Darnold got the win. Um, Russell Wilson was the 33rd most efficient quarterback in the league. There are 32 yeah. teams, and not all 32 teams played. The Broncos make, again, the Colts' offense look decent, which is, again, saying something. Carson Wentz has more touchdown passes than Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz hasn't have played you, since week six. Have you seen the videos of the, is the guy on TikTok? He's uh, doing a weekly count of how long it takes uh, – Russell Wilson to throw as many touchdowns as he has um, uh, bathrooms in his Russell Wilson's mansion. He's still not yet thrown as many touchdowns as he has bathrooms in his mansion. It's like 12, but he's thrown like eight <laughs> Broncos country. Let's die. Um, Broncos country. Let's cry. Yeah. <laughs> that was RG three the, the other day. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ravens, lost to the Jags, uh, gave up Oof. another Jesus. fourth quarter lead. And, this, you know, if they gave up, if they didn't give up their double-digit fourth quarter leads, they'd be 11-0 and right now. <laughs> oh, that's absurd. They've given that's up absurd. four double-digit fourth quarter leads. They are 7-4. and four. Yeah, yeah. They're lucky uh, to be even seven and four. They're point. they're lucky to be seven and four. They do not look good. The offense does not have many weapons. Lamar is running for his life. There aren't many weapons that are helping him right now. Ravens are our concern. The Jaguars steal one there. Uh, the Chargers beat the Cardinals as expected. The Raiders mm. upset the Seahawks, mm. and um, you know I, I think it speaks more about the Seahawks being as an up and down team that is still led by Geno Smith and with not a not very good defense. I think the Seahawks are what they are at this point. They might be another team that might miss out on the playoffs after, after starting hot. 
Um, and you, you also got to give credit to Josh Jacobs, who um, he declined his fifth year option and kind of. No, they declined his fifth year option. Oh, I thought. I thought no. I think he declined it. No, no. The option. Raiders. Raiders declined him. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that he declined it, but either way, either way. That's um, why. That's why it's running like... him into the ground and like. I mean, it makes sense because that's why they're rushing him for 33 rushes. Like, mm-hmm. who cares if you run him out, you know, you run him into the ground if you're just you're not going to sign him next year and you're going to make someone else pay inordinate amounts of money for him to not do this next do year know, or ever again. Do you know what's <laughs> amazing? Everybody was down on Josh Jacobs because of the opt-out uh, uh, that the team had and Miles Sanders this year, fantasy-wise, and they're both top 10 running backs this year. Mm-hmm. Got again, just gotta love fantasy football, don't you? Uh, the Chiefs um, looked gross beating the grosser LA Rams. Um, that this was a game, uh, honestly, until like mm. the fourth quarter. Um, it, it was just a nasty game, and I don't know why it was America's game of the week, but guess what? It was. Um, the Niners they shut out those the like every week, Saints. or did they just think that that was going to be good? Like, uh, well, I'm sure it was picked uh, before the season started, but yeah, I would think so. you can change it. Like, let, let's <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. <laughs> probably should have changed it. Yeah, I, I don't need enough. the nine and two Chiefs hosting the three and eight Rams being the game of the week. Don't need that in my life. Uh, the Niners shut out the Saints, and then the Eagles. My, 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 the Philadelphia Eagles set a franchise record for most rushing yards in a single game since 1949 with 356 rushing yards. Jalen Hurts um, had over 100 in the first quarter. Um, They did whatever they wanted against the Green Bay Packers uh, and just kind of shows you another way the Eagles can win football games. The Packers are probably... All but done. Rodgers does believe he can play, but Jordan Love did have to come into that game because the Eagles banged Rodgers up pretty good. Um, he had he needed x-rays on his ribs, and, and he did not look healthy by the time that game ended. Um, yeah. But he the Eagles... fine now. He's practiced today. Yeah, so. the Eagles, uh, you know... It just makes me look back at that Colts game when they only let them score 17 points, and I'm like, how? Well, our defense... <laughs> And like, that's that, that that I think that speaks highly of the game. Colts defense because you know, just saw what, what the Eagles <laughs> you just saw what the Eagles can do. It makes uh, me sad about how good the Colts defense is and how bad the offense is to complement them. Right. And uh let's talk about good it. Segue. segue. Let, yeah, let, let, let's talk about it, but um the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, who I deem to be probably a bottom five team in the in the league this year. Um I guess beat another team that I believe is a bottom <laughs> five team in the league this year. Um, Jeff Saturday showed why he should not be a coach in the NFL. Um, I wouldn't say that. Uh, there's also other head coaches who have done the same thing. I understand his reasoning after he explained it. But not not to that. Not to that limit. You call a timeout there. That that's there's no well, excuse for that. No, his strategy was sound. He was trying to catch them off guard. The problem is the Steelers <laughs> already knew what guard. they were going to run and knew what they were going to run. And so, like, you know, if it had worked and he'd got the first down, you could have called a timeout again. He did call a timeout, obviously, for the fourth down. But, like, you know, I would have called a timeout in that situation. Yes. Yes, for sure. Was I screaming at the TV to call a timeout? Yes, I was. Um, <sighs> but we only Colts... have him for eight games anyway, so who cares? That was that was a really gross again. game that the Colts I mean Matt Ryan is unwatchable. Matt Ryan is just absolutely unwatchable and and to be honest the Steelers are, are just not a very good football I, team. I still don't like the play calling either because you know we're down by a touchdown. 9 minutes to go. We get the ball. Should we run it at least once? At least once. I don't even care if they're stacking the box. You have Jonathan Taylor. Run it at least once. What do we do? Three straight throws, three straight incompletions, three and out. There's nine minutes left. Why are you being conservative with, like, run? Run the damn ball. I don't get it. Sound like Eagles fans before Nick Sirianni had his aha moment. He refused to yeah. run the ball, and now look at him. They're putting 300-plus rushing yards up on the board. Um, I don't get it. But yeah, the, 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 Colts are, the Colts are in rough shape. Um, it, 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 you know, it sucks because that defense is very good. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just the offense is lifeless, absolutely lifeless. It, it almost, you know, it almost, it almost rivals the Broncos, but the Broncos are it's historically close. bad. The but the Broncos one, are historically bad, so I can't the, put the Colts behind the Broncos. The funniest thing was when the Colts played the Broncos, and you had to watch both teams struggle just to feel the ball. There wasn't a touchdown. There was yeah, no I touchdown know. in that game. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But we did. Thing. We just thought it was a defensive bout at that point. Like it was early on in the year. Well, and we, we like, could definitely okay. see that both offenses were struggling. It was. It wasn't that early because I. I both offenses played bad. Like it wasn't just great defense. It was also just like terrible. Yeah. It was offense. just straight up, just straight up awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Colts weekly... get to play like the Cowboys next. So oh, great. Another great defense. <laughs> our, our weekly uh, picks. Uh, you were 10 and six. I was 11 and five. So I did gain a game on you. Um, the difference was you had new England beating Minnesota. And close. It was so I... close. It was. You were you were close. Um, Honestly, the, the script was there, but uh, the other it. losses we all had in common. We had Tampa, we had Denver, we had Baltimore, we had Seattle, and we had Indianapolis. So that is where we leave off. There, uh, the records are one ten and seventy one, and I'm one hundred four and seventy seven. So six games back. So not not dead. Not dead. The dream is not dead. We'll see how these next couple of weeks go. Um, let's get to it, Taylor, uh, and the game. We're recording hour before kickoff. Uh, you will know the result of this game when this show airs, but you know we, we try to avoid that when we can. But this week we just couldn't. Um, Bills and Patriots, Taylor, and we all know what happened last year in the regular season when these two teams faced off. Um, this one is in Foxborough. It shouldn't be, um, you know, shouldn't be any crazy weather this time around, but. You know, this is a Patriots team that always seems to play the Bills well, especially in Foxborough. Um, and the Bills have not impressed me. They have not impressed me of late. However, I think offensively, they just got to wear down the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Bills, but they're on upset alert. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if the Patriots pulled it off, but I will still go with the Bills because they're the better team. Like, by any metric, they're the better team. Except maybe defense, but obviously that's Patriots. Uh, the one o'clock slate on Sunday. Let's kick it off with my birds facing the Titans. Big game uh, there with the Titans. Oh God! Sorry, I just looked at when the Colts game is. It's it's the prime time night game. Yeah, great. That's gonna be great. It's gonna be great for you. Great. Um, Eagles and the Titans. Uh, you know, watching what the Eagles did uh, to the Packers just. You know, and look, the Titans are good against the run, but they're horrible against pass. And plus, this is an AJ Brown revenge game. AJ Brown's gonna have like 200 receiving yards. So, um, if you think yeah, I'm I picking agree. the Eagles, if you think I'm picking the Eagles to lose at home to the Titans, you're you're just not paying attention to this show. Um, the birds buy a lot. Um, I don't think it'll be by a lot, honestly, because just because I I do respect the Titans are very good. And, you know, they have one of the best running backs and one of the best rushing attacks. Yeah, but, and the but, one Bane all season has been stopping the run. But Jordan Davis back this week. Another week of Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph back in that rotation. Yeah. Um, the Eagles are explosive they better get offense. That it is a revenge game for A.J. Brown. So I do expect him to have like 150 and two touchdowns. But um, I'm still picking the Eagles, but I'm just yeah. saying. Like the, I don't, I don't think it'll be Eagles by a lot. I think it'll be closer than you than you think for sure. But uh, yeah. uh, the line is four and a half. I do think they'll at least win by um, a touchdown. So if you want to take yeah, probably. the Eagles, yeah, I'm not I, taking I, that line. That's that's too close. Like I think it'll be close, but that might be too close. Yeah, um, the Steelers play the Falcons. Uh, look, the Falcons still have an outside chance of making the playoffs. The Steelers aren't very good. I'm going to take the Falcons at home. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers. I think uh, they have a good enough defense. And what I saw from Kenny Pickett, he, I mean, I think he's coming along and him and Pickens have a connection that is is starting to flourish, I think. And the Falcons are not a good team either. So I think it could go either way. But I am going to pick the Steelers, even though they're on the road, um, to play well and, and get this win. The Packers play the Bears in Chicago. Hmm. 
two very bad football teams. Packers are better. Rodgers is expected to play, but guess who else is? Justin Fields. Um, Even though Justin Fields has been playing so well, this is a team that even managed to lose to the Lions with Justin Fields playing that well because the rest of the Bears team is that bad. I think by default the Packers are going to win this football game because Aaron Rodgers still believes that they have a chance to – make the playoffs even though they don't um but um as long as aaron Rodgers is the quarterback they should beat the chicago bears who are just a down bad football team yeah i mean aaron Rodgers still owns the bears even at soldier field almost especially at soldier field he still owns them um i'm gonna go with the packers david bactiardi also practiced today so if he's coming back that's gonna be a good help for Rodgers, and it seems his connection with christian watson is no joke this is three games in a row now Um, i know yeah, no, I, I think the Packers are going to beat the Bears. Even with Justin Fields, like you said, they have, get that, but they sold all their de- uh, their defensive weapons, so their defense... I was going to say, they clearly, they, they clearly realized they yeah. were in sell mode and gave up any, it's, you know, respectable defensive player they had, so... Yeah, Robert Quinn gone, and um, it, yeah, it, they're just... They're not looking to win games, I don't think, really. So even if Justin Fields runs for 150 yards, doesn't matter because the defense is going to give up 400 yards and 30 points right uh let's go to the lions and the jaguars two four and seven teams that you know have been playing inspired football i guess you could say lions um, always play inspired football <laughs> now the lions have been playing hard the last two weeks so you have a close game against the bills and a game that they beat the giants and the jaguars just beat the ravens this is a tough one um, mm-hmm. the line is one it's one to the Jaguars <laughs> to the Jaguars. But you yeah. know what? The Lions defense is atrocious. Doug Peterson is the head coach of the Jaguars. For that reason, I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah, it could be a coin flip. I, I could have flipped the coin and been fine with my answer. But Dougie P is my tiebreaker. I, I don't know. All right. Well, I'll go Lions. I'll make it fun for our. Or things I'll go Lions because I I think you know it I agree with you it's a, it's pretty much a coin flip for me as well but Lions are at home so I guess that that'll not that they play well at home I was gonna say we that. just threw out the stat that they don't win two in a row so <laughs> well they didn't um, win last well, week, they didn't so win last week that's true all right, so, all right, so they're so. due for a win <laughs> there you go um we kind of teased this game earlier I, I was hoping I was onto something but I guess we both kind of are the Jets <laughs> and the Vikings. Um, it is a one o'clock game. Mm, the Jets, the Jets with Mike White, do they have a upset in them against the Minnesota Vikings who didn't look that great against the Patriots? However, it is one o'clock. Kirk Cousins <laughs> knows how to show up in one o'clock games. Um, he's, he's the noontime nightmare. They, they, that's what they call him. Do the Jets <laughs> win this football game, Taylor? I think yes. I think yes. I think the Jets have enough on defense to make it, uh, you know, uncomfortable for them. I think they've been playing really well lately. Sauce Gardner out there going to get in the mix with Justin Jefferson. Um, And Mike White, you know, they play better with Mike White usually. And I just think that offense has a lot of tools to be good. Um, and with Mike White at the helm, as opposed to Zach Wilson, opens it up a little bit and takes some pressure off the defense. And, you know, Vikings barely squeaked out with that game last week. And I just, if they're going to make... That's our better team than the Patriots. If they're going to, yeah, if they're going to make Mike White look like Mac Jones did, then they could be in trouble. I really want to pick the Jets in this game. Um, I'm not going to, but I, <laughs> I, I really think the Jets could could upset the Vikings here Um, for the sake of Kirk Cousins playing a one o'clock game. I'm not going to do it, but throwing you some bones here for, for the, the, the might have a chance to come back for the comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't work out, but Um, we'll see. I, it wouldn't shock me in the slightest. Um, The commanders go to New York to play the giants, big NFC East game. Uh, When you, when you really look at it, the winner of this game is going to be sitting, not pretty, but in a pretty good spot to make the playoffs considering the landscape of the NFC right now, while the loser 
um, gets knocked down another peg and will find themselves in last place in the NFC East. Who knows if all four teams realistically make the playoffs in this division? Um, it would be kind of a cool talking point, but I, I don't think that's realistic. Um, I'm going to pick the commanders on this one. Like I said earlier in the show, I think the Giants are starting to find um, – find that hill to be pretty damn steep while the commanders are getting hot at the right time with Taylor Heineke and they just have plenty of more weapons. I, I'm going to go with the commanders. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with the commanders. The, the Heineke train is real. Um, without Carson Wentz, there's so much better. And um, the Giants, I think, are still missing some guys and it seems like they're running out of steam. It, it, Giants are at home, but uh, I'll go commanders in this one as well. We're going to go next to the Browns and the Texans. And this game would not be, you know, anything we talk about. Um, but for this game and this game alone, it is worth talking about because it is Deshaun Watson's first game in over 700 days. His first game with the Cleveland Browns, his first game coming back after the suspension. And it's in Houston against the one nine and one Texans, his former team. Um, look, the Texans Couldn't have wrote are, it any better. It's almost like the suspension was 11 games for a reason. Um, it, t- look, this game's going to be a blowout. I, I think the te- I mean, the Texans are a down, bad, awful football team that looked even worse with Kyle Allen. He's getting the start this week. Um, Deshaun Watson is talent wise one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You may not want to accept it. It may be hard to say that he's going to be in top form, you know, first game in over two and a half years, but mm-hmm. the Browns are a simply better football team than the Texans. You put Deshaun Watson in to the conversation and the Browns should handle them rather easily. Yeah. I think the only way that the Texans would ever win this game uh, is if, you know, Deshaun Watson looks goddamn awful after not playing for two and a half years. Um, like if he's just terrible, like I saw a video of him throwing in practice and like, <laughs> they're just, it's just bouncing off the, his receiver's hands and none of them are catching it. But I'm like, okay, this is just a video. Like doesn't mean anything. I don't think plus it's practice. And plus it's, and yeah. yeah. Who, who even knows? I don't even know who the receivers were. It could have been anyone. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, the Texans, I don't know how they would win this game, so I'm going to go the Browns. I did guarantee that the Texans would lose last week, and of course they did because, you know, the Texans are so bad. I think they're by far the worst team in the league. It, it might be close for second with Broncos and whoever else. You See, I, there, I, I, I would be tempted to pick so Houston to beat Denver if they played each other this year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But but the Broncos have a good defense. It's just so does Houston, believe it or not. So does Houston. Yeah, but like, I know the Texans know. are awful. I know they are. Um, Seattle goes to LA to play the Bryce Perkins led Rams. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I just kind of said it all right there, right? Seattle's <laughs> gonna win this football game, and the Cooper Cupless Rams as well. Yeah, no, uh, the Rams Cooper, are the Rams without Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford, like, what do you have? Like, they might actually be the worst team like in this present state, like a, a, as far as like they're missing their top weapon and their quarterback. But at least that means they'll get a top five. Wait, right, they have no right. running back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's funny. Just yeah. like the, the Broncos, like they don't get their top picks for the next like six years. <laughs> five more years of Russell Wilson. Did it to yourself. His contract isn't even kicked in yet. Like his new contract doesn't kick in until like next. Season. I know he's owed like, like after thir- next season. He at his oh his average like own salary is like thirty one million dollars a year. I was looking. Gross. I, saw, I was watching a video and this guy was like, if they were to cut him, like next year, his the dead money would be over a hundred million dollars. Might honestly be worth it. <laughs> Might honest sign Tim Tebow in like for like an entry level contract and just trade a guy. Find a quarterback that could throw football more than you know. I I mean, look, it's not a good year to have a last name Wilson and be a quarterback. That's true. I I don't know. Honestly, I I mean, before I cut Wilson, I fire Hackett because he's also awful, and you need a a better. uh, And I think that's where it's going to go. However, Russell Wilson has lost that locker room completely yeah he saw the defender yelling at him yeah 
Yeah. I even tweeted it. I even tweeted it. It was like great, great video. Um, The Niners host the Dolphins in what should be a very, very interesting game. game. Um, And I think the Niners are going to win this football game because I am not a huge believer in the Dolphins. I'm just not, Um, you know, take them away from the cozy confines of South Florida and see what happens in, you know, the cold, chilly Buffalo or, you know, if they (laughs) thought you were the cold, chilly San Francisco, like, no, no, I, I I truly believe San Francisco is just a better football team than Miami. Um, So I'm going to go San Francisco here. I'm also going to go San Francisco. I I believe in the Dolphins so that as far as I think that they are good, I think their offense is legit. I I don't think that's an aberration of any sort. I think they can put up ridiculous amounts of points. But at this point in the year, eight and three is eight and three. That's not an aberration. Yeah, I think the Niners are a better team, and I think that you know they're going to be able to slow them down enough um, and put up the points. So I I, I'm the Niners. Here's my game of the week. Kansas City at Cincinnati. Um, That's the only other choice, but well, the Eagles and the Titans is a pretty good one too. Just yeah, that's right. Um, not according to you, the Eagles by a lot. <laughs> any Eagles game. Um, yeah, I, I know the cheat. The look, the Bengals are are a good team. They're the defending AFC champions. Jamar Chase should be back this week. However, there's there's something missing about the the Bengals this year. And I, I think the Chiefs are starting to hit their stride at the right time. They're getting better and better and better. Um, they found something in Isaiah Pacheco, which is bringing them a whole other element to this offense. Patrick Mahomes is finding different ways to win each and every week. Um, it would be hard-pressed for me to pick Cincinnati in this one. I think Kansas City wins. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is a top MVP candidate. He's leading this team, and without Tyree Kill, he's shown all season that – it wasn't just Tyree Kill. Like Tyree Kill, I guess, is showing in Miami that it, a lot of it can be Tyree Kill because um, it doesn't really matter where he goes. He's he's a stud. But uh, without him, uh, Patrick Mahomes is showing that, hey, I'm still that guy. I'm still him. And uh, uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I mean, Jamar Chase is coming back, but this is a revenge game from the AFC Championship <laughs> last year. Um, and the Chiefs uh, I've probably been circled this game all year long. Definitely. Uh, Chargers play the Raiders, and look, uh, this is not as easy of a game it should as be one easy. would think. It should be easy, um, but the picking. Chargers and Brandon Staley find ways to either lose a game or make a game close when it shouldn't be, <laughs> i.e. last week against Arizona. Um, I... I I'm going to cautiously pick the chargers, but this is such yeah. a game that the Raiders win. Yeah. I'm picking the chargers as well, but you're right. I mean, the Raiders are inconsistent, but when they play well, they do play well. Josh Jacobs is an absolute beast, um, but I'm still picking the chargers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how did the Colts get two primetime games in a row? Crazy. What America wants, baby, is to watch the Colts in prime time every single week, just like the Chargers, you know, are going to be on again in week 14 over the Broncos. The thing is the Colts fired over the Broncos, but uh, watching um, the Colts offense is painful, but the games are usually competitive because the Colts defense keeps it close. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Cowboys offense does. Now, granted, this is at home. It's a little different, um, but I'm interested to see how the Cowboys offense does against the Colts defense that has been very stingy and has held both the chiefs and the Eagles under 20 points this year. Um, Now is this the game where it all finally falls apart? Like eventually bad teams have that game where it eventually all just falls apart. The defense has a bad game. Matt Ryan can't get the ball across the 50 yard line and it's, you know, 40 to nothing before you can blink. Is that going to be this game? I'm not sure. Nothing. Even on our bad games, we only all right. give up. All right, maybe 24. thirty to. All right, maybe thirty nothing. Um, that that sounds more likely. Uh, if, if anything, if anything, this so has the setup. This I I would love for this to be a close game, and I would love for the Colts to give the Cowboys a little bit of a sweat because obviously I'm 
I have big interest in the Colts winning this game for obvious reasons. However, I, as I kind of teased, I think this might be the game where it all kind of crumbles for the Colts. I don't want it to be, but it has that feeling after losing in kind of a foolish way to the Steelers last week. Cowboys at home doesn't sit right with me. I, I, I'm obviously picking the Cowboys to win, but it might not be pretty either. Um, I'm picking the Cowboys to win because I'm not a fool, but I would think that this could be a game that the Colts could win. I'd love um, that, but I don't expect it. I I just, you know, the Colts defense doesn't really ever fall apart. They've never allowed more than 30 points. Oh, well, more than 27, actually. Um, so, like, they, they really don't usually ever get blown out just because the defense keeps it close. It's more likely to be a low-scoring uh, affair where the Cowboys bring it out, I think, than, uh, uh, than a blowout like that. I also think that it's more likely that uh, the Colts could pull out a win because, like, if the defense keeps it like it's normally been, then it only takes, like, one or two plays where the Cowboys fuck up for the Colts <laughs> to actually score points. You know, like, just one Jonathan Taylor run, yeah, no, you're not wrong. Is all it takes to win if you're in a close game. So there's hope for for uh, the Colts to knock down the Cowboys, but I'm still not picking them. There's there's no way in my mind. Like I'm gonna watch the game and I'm gonna root hard for them to somehow do pull right, a Chiefs win. You know, I would question but, your fandom if you didn't even watch. Yeah, no, I'm gonna watch it obviously, and, and like you know, I'm I'm gonna hope for a Chiefs like upset or even the. Or even the way they played the Eagles. I mean, they only lost by one to the Eagles, so I'll take that. Like right. it, as it is, like the way that the offense is playing. So if it could have a game like that, then one or two plays go the other way. Could happen. But I'm still picking the Cowboys. <laughs> Look, I, I will have my biggest Colts fan hat on Sunday night. Um, I don't Where? know for once I, in I your life. <laughs> no. That, no, I mean I don't hate the Colts. I just no, think you don't they... hate them, but you you never you don't root for them, obviously. Like, no, I mean I I, to. I I I mean I grew up on the Peyton Manning side of the rivalry <laughs> with him and Brady. Um, okay. but you know it, it is what it is. I mean I really did enjoy watching <laughs> Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison. So did I, man. So um, did I. Yeah, I bet you did. Uh, <laughs> I even liked watching the Andrew Luck T. Y. Hilton days. That yeah, I bet you well. did, buddy. It was just uh, as fun. Yeah, no, it, it ended very quickly. Um, <laughs> Saints and the Buccaneers are the Monday night football game. Saints always give the Buccaneers hell. However, this year I think is a little different. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. Yeah, the Saints do, but... If Jameis Winston was starting, I'd have a little more pause, but Andy Dalton is making this... I mean, this Saints offense is just awful. Awful. And listen, the Buccaneers, to make the playoffs... They just need to win these dumbass games in their own crappy division. So Buccaneers just have to put it together for one thing, and they'll make the playoffs. Just choose the nature of the beast. Just beat the Panthers, beat the Saints, and you're, you're, you'll be fine. And you're in. And you're in. <laughs> uh, let's go to our fantasy studs and duds, Taylor, and wrap this baby up. We do have a big week of fantasy football ahead. Uh only two buys, the Cardinals and the Panthers. So for you people with, you know, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins stake, James Conner stakes, or Deontay Foreman stake, DJ Moore stakes, uh, they are on a buy this week. However, let's go to our studs. Taylor, I'll let you go first. Your fantasy stud of week 13. All right. My fantasy stud, um, I'm going to the Packers. I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's probably going to play. Um and I believe in this Christian Watson mm-hmm. connection. I'm I'm not going away from it at any point. Like it, I, the first game it was like okay, okay, let's see if there's something here. Second game it was like wow, that was like crazy. But I mean, it, it's it's only two games. Then the third game came, and he's still putting up numbers and putting up touchdowns. And it's like, well, now he's the target. Like now he's the guy. Like you can see through every statistic. The amount of time he's on the field, the targets he's getting, the receptions he's getting, he has cemented that he is Aaron Rodgers' guy now, I think. And so if he's out there, he's going to get targets from Rodgers. Rodgers is starting to trust him. And so I'm I'm riding the Christian Watson train. I agree. Uh, my stud is going to be somebody who you probably can still pick up in most leagues on the waiver wire, and that would be Zonovan Jones. Bam Jones. 
from the New York Jets. Um, he is going to be the starting running back this week against a Vikings defense that is not very good. Michael Carter is expected to be out again this week. He has not practiced at all. And the Vikings, as we saw, have trouble stopping the run. Uh, he has had over 100, He or he had a, over 100 rushing yards last week against the Bears. Granted, it's the Bears, but the Vikings defense is not much better. If we expect this to be a high-scoring game, I expect Zonovan Jones to find himself into the end zone at some point, and he did dominate uh, the workload once Michael Carter got hurt last week. Obviously, Ty Johnson will have some type of a factor. James Robinson will be active. However, clearly they believe that Zonovan Jones is better than James Robinson, hence him being active last week over James Robinson. Um, I expect, especially trying to keep the Vikings offense off the field, for them to want to run the football, not put a lot of pressure on Mike White, um, that is why I'm going with Donovan Jones. If you have a chance to add him, add him now. Obviously, in Dynasty Leagues, it's a little different because Brees Hall will be a factor next year. But for season-long leagues where Brees Hall is out for the season and Michael Carter is clearly nothing more than a pass-catching back, uh, Donovan Jones is a guy. And if you look at their playoff schedule, um, they played Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle the three weeks of playoffs this year. That is as about enticing of a playoff schedule as you would want for a running back. Um, not only do I like Donovan Jones this week, but I think he has a chance to be a league winner for a lot of people. Is his name not Zonovan Knight? Or Zonovan Knight. Oh, my God. I keep saying Zon- I said Zonovan Jones that entire time, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And that's why I'm thinking I was like, I'm thinking Zay I was like wait, so I had, I had thinking, to look it up. You know what I'm really doing? And look at and I'm I was think, like, I'm thinking Zay Jones <laughs> saying Zonovan Jones. Oh my God. Zonovan. I gave away my stud for what, you know, my other <laughs> stud of a wide receiver. Idiot. Um, Zonovan Knight. Oh my God. Yes. Zonovan. Yeah. Knight. So all those people uh, who are listening, who uh, just rushed to their waiver wire. Tab, and, uh, Zonovan Jones. Jones Zonovan they, Knight. And they couldn't find him. Uh, his, oh it's because his name is Knight. Zonovan Knight. Good God. <laughs> Lord help me. You know it's been a long week. Um, NFL duds of the week, Taylor. Um, I'll let you go first on this one as I recover from Zonovan Jones and Zonovan Knight. Well, this is going to hurt me um, because I'll be <clears throat> honest. My dud is Michael Pittman Jr. I, I just... Well, I when you have Matt Ryan throwing him the football. When you have Matt Ryan throwing to him, the offensive line is shaky, and now you're going up against a Cowboys defense that held even Justin Jefferson in <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. I, I just I don't see how the Colts are going to be able to move the football very much at all. Um, if they do, hopefully it's it's running the ball because, you know, I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to throw the ball very much at all. And even if they do, it's not going to be successful. So Michael Pittman. I'd fade him if you have a choice. I mean, if you're if he's your only choice, like in the deeper leagues, like in our league, I'm, I have to start him because I have no other freaking choice. Um, but I, but if you're in a league where I I've, I've my roommate has him in another league and he is Cortland Sutton and Michael Pittman, and I'm like, I know the Broncos have been bad too, but I think I might put Cortland Sutton in, in for well, this at league. least at least you know Sutton's matchup is a little better. That's that's what I'm saying. Is like at least the matchup there is better so you know although although colts could find themselves in garbage time slinging the football and you never know that's true but even in their garbage time they don't successfully sling the football very uh far um also michael Pittman only has two touchdowns i think on the year yeah that's been ugly um my dud of the week was actually a stud for me last week and that was terry (laughs) mclaurin and uh if you look at ever since Taylor Heineke has been the quarterback of the Commanders, it is clear Terry McLaurin is his top option. Um, however, he has not produced over 50 receiving yards in five of the last six games he has played. He plays a Giants defense that has been very stingy against wide receivers. Um, the Giants defense is pretty good. Taylor Heineke has not had throw the football very often because they've been relying on Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson in the run game and a very solid defense in down in Washington. Um, Likely if you have Terry McLaurin, you might not have better options, 
but if you do, I would consider them because um, at the very least, you've got to lower expectations um, and hope that he stumbles into the end zone because he's probably not going to get the high yardage game that he's not. He's not a guy like even if he's like the one of the favorite targets, he's not a guy who is like Kyler Murray forcing it to um, DeAndre Hopkins or 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 forcing it to Justin Jefferson. Like like Justin Jefferson is just is he's the guy, but he's also like pepper, 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 pepper. This is not what Terry McLaurin is. He's uh, 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 Tyler Haneke. He he spreads the ball around. He doesn't always target him. Maybe in a tough spot, he might get McLaurin, but it's not like he's going to McLaurin every single week. And with the rushing game being what it is and the focal point of that offense, in a generally low-scoring offense, in ge- like the Washington does, doesn't usually score a ton. They play good defense, and they and they yeah. do what they can with the running, running like game. In one, like in one league, I'm starting Garrett Wilson over Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I would. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Like I, 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 for sure I would with Mike White for sure. Like he, yeah. he, he targets Wilson more, um, obviously than Zach Wilson, and more than McLaurin gets from Tyler Heineke. Heineke. So I, yeah. I, I, would, I think for sure I would do that. In a yeah. So if, so if you have a guy like Garrett Wilson who you probably did not, if you drafted him, you didn't draft him anywhere near the top. Um, but if you added him on the waiver wire and stayed patient with him, and you have a guy like that now, I would ride him over. You know Terry McLaurin, who may get you ten points if he stumbles into the end zone, um, but don't. I mean, bank Wilson on just it. had ninety-five points and two touchdowns against the the Bears. Like, right? He's going to put up some numbers for sure. Yes, exactly. Probably more than Terry McLaurin. I would bet on that. Yes. Uh, so that will do it for this week's show, Taylor. Obviously, we have the Thursday night football game that will be already wrapped up by the time this show airs. But enjoy college football this weekend championship weekend we will know the college football playoff scenarios next week we will have everything for you we will break it all down as well as all our nfl action we're getting to the point where we can maybe talk some basketball even though the nba season has been kind of all out of sorts um i've like the nba has been I don't know about you, Taylor, but this year I have lost a lot of interest in the NBA because the product has just been absolutely terrible. It's been terrible. The NBA has been terrible. I've been watching a ton of games, but obviously the Heat uh, had a rough start to the season, so that was – that's been and then, and then when you have LeBron James shooting off his mouth, he he pissed me off the other night as well. Um uh, it just very off-putting to me. Um, well, uh, and then it's a changing of the the guard too. Like you know, guys like LeBron and everyone they're fading out, and now it's like the Luca show and and every which I like Luca, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's a transitional period, but I haven't been giving a lot of uh, uh, eyes to the NBA just like you have, and just there's so much going on. Shouts out to uh, tomorrow uh, as of this episode dropping. So if you're listening to it on Friday. Um, Team USA taking on the Netherlands. Let's go. Soccer. Woo. Um, yeah. Hey, it's the World Cup. If you don't get excited for the World Cup, then you're not a real patriot. You hate America. That Price. I don't. That Price. I don't. Yeah, you do, do I, because you're not supporting us. Do I hate soccer? Yes. You don't even Will have to I... watch it. Just root for them. Taylor, it is a rule on sports with a Z and a T that we don't mention that sport. We don't mention it's not a rule. It is not a that is your made up rule. I will mention the World Cup, and that's why I fucking brought it up. Yeah, go team USA against the Netherlands. Don't embarrass us. Um, please don't. Pulisic, please play because you're the our only hope. You're playing a team that they they call Holland, even though their country is named the Netherlands. Why do you have two different names? Yeah, the Dutch. It's like confusing confusing (laughs) as hell. Just beat them. At least we beat Iran. I mean, that, that's oh that's yeah, that would have been that would have been bad if we didn't. That would have been that, that would have been, been like, like losing to a like you can you guys can walk home. <laughs> that that, that would have been like losing to a third world country at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. go team. You know, go team USA. Woo, all USA and shit. Fireworks and what if USA? What if the US just like goes out and wins the damn thing? Well, then I get fifteen hundred dollars because I put a ten dollar bet when they were Did plus really? fifteen thousand. Yeah, they were plus fifteen thousand. I was like, I'll throw ten bucks on that. <laughs> Why not? Honestly, like, 
You should put. I mean, I, down. I mean, if I had a hundred to throw out, I would just. Because yeah, let me just pull a hundred dollars out of my ass awesome. to put you at Team USA down. They're not <laughs> gonna like win. It's soccer. Awesome. They're not gonna no, win the no, World Cup. They 10, don't win the World Cup. But I put ten dollars. Not the men, anyway. But I put the ten dollars down just in case, and I'll win fifteen hundred if they win. So that'll be cool, and it'll no. be a miracle because there's <laughs> no way they're doing that. <laughs> no. I don't even know who the favorite is, but I I know it's not Brazil. us. Brazil. Followed by like Germany and France and didn't Germany Spain just get and... eliminated? Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe they did. Yeah, I don't know. Groups group stages weren't over. Yeah, yet. It was all over the yeah. No. Germany got eliminated. Oh, it was I? like oh. all over. Yeah. yeah. Well, shows how much I actually follow, and it's not the U.S. <laughs> yeah, Germany. Germany beat Costa Rica, but still got eliminated because they finished third in their group. What a bunch of losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also in, um, fun news that I would hope is resolved by the time this episode airs, Antonio Brown is engaging himself in a standoff with police, locked himself inside his home, refusing to turn himself in what? on the active arrest warrant for alleged battery. Um, Brown allegedly has guns in the house. So that's a thing. Um, so what? that's fun. What? What? <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, so I see that now. Um, yep. So uh, is this how AB goes out? Uh, to be determined. Honestly, <laughs> honestly maybe. Um, um, you want to talk about mental health in a nutshell, folks. Vontez perfect ruined man. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, on that note, everybody enjoy <laughs> – their weekend enjoy all the football out there uh we were well, i feel like everyone who's listening uh, will may already know the outcome of this uh event maybe I, they'll be like wow bryce is right uh, <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> um like, Damn. predicted the future um sports with the z and a t presented by godzilla media sponsored by uh saving face barbershop up at saratoga springs that's a nice reminder that I need a haircut. Uh, Mohawk Honda and Johnstone Supply in Troy. Uh, you can follow us on our Twitter page, sports underscore podcast, as well as mine and Taylor's at Seabrice21 and at TLATS with two T's and two S's. Find this in every episode on Spotify, Apple, and or YouTube. And make sure you hit that like button and share where you feel shareable options are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, You're doing great. Know. You're doing um, great. Thank you. Great thank way you. to end I'm, this. We I'm need tired. to go. Zon- <laughs> Zonovan Jones. May Zonovan Jones be with you. And uh, go add Zonovan Jones. If somebody goes and adds Zonovan Jones, I'll give them 10 bucks. I just, I'll give I, them a shout out on next week's show. If I hadn't corrected you, I would have, like, people just, like, on their like where the hell is this i didn't even i didn't even notice it i didn't even notice it but zay jones was the other guy i was thinking about as a stud and it just yeah no bad um so yeah uh yeah that that and the thing is i added him in our league i had the waiver a second waiver yeah zonovan jones zonovan knight the dark knight dark knight rises all right everybody enjoy your week we will catch in um on the flippity flip, probably next Wednesday or Thursday, we will try not to do it uh, on Thursday night. So you already know the, you know, yeah, Thursday night football. Can't put your picks in for Thursday night when we we drop on a Friday, but we'll we'll, we'll do our best. It is what it is, Taylor. We're busy people. God damn it! All right, I need to go eat. Bye, everybody. See ya. <laughs>